Hello and welcome to Recording Live. I am Dexter and with me as always is... It's me, Matt. It's Matt. Uh, And yeah, last week we had Matt's birthday party uh, and we finally got to play Jaws and sort of, I guess, I don't... Uh, Well, we got like one good round in of Jaws, I guess. Um, And then we played Coup a bunch. That was a fun game. I was, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, Coup Coup is a game that I would be happy to play a lot, I guess. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, we had, uh, you had, what, two, one, two, three, four, five, six people total. Is there, yeah, so we got... Uh, yeah, I got got a bunch of good games in, so that was fun. Um, trying to think, is that all we did? I guess we just sat around and talked for quite a while, and then we just played a bunch of Coup, and then we played Jaws. Yeah, everyone socialized for I don't know about an hour and a half or so, and then uh, yeah, we started playing Coup, and uh, it was a bit difficult to figure out how it to was. play it. Yeah, and uh, even then we weren't really uh, there was still like a rule that. Uh, was difficult to understand. Yeah. And I talked to Lee about it afterward, and I said, I'm pretty sure we can't do... uh, Like, if someone blocks you, you can't counter it with your card. Yeah, you can't... Well, you can't block back, I guess. You'd have to challenge. Yeah, and so that was a little confusing, but it was pretty fun. Yeah, we had a game of six going, then we did a game of five, and then we eventually ended it with a game of four, which the game of four was pretty fun. And it goes fairly quick. Like, a game goes for maybe 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, and I'd I'd say the height of fun was definitely when there was four. Because at six, you could almost guess. I mean, assuming that people... Assuming you could figure out what people actually had, you could kind of guess maybe what their other card was or at least like what somebody else might have based on what you, it was just, it was easy to to deduce, I suppose, like what Mm -hmm. people had. And so it was, it felt like less of a gamble, like doing certain things or like you, people were a lot more ready to challenge uh, other people and stuff like that. But it was a lot more fun with four when you really just had no idea. Uh, And it was easier to lie and, and, um, and just it was just a lot more. I felt like we were just having a lot of fun by the by that time too. I guess, and so I don't know if it's because we were used to it or if it was just because it was four. But um, but I, I definitely plan on buying that game myself and just like taking it to family uh, like Christmas or something and just seeing if I can get a bunch of people to play or maybe even mm-hmm. I don't know take it to work or something. But it it was a blast. Yeah. Uh, it, it sucks that we had to wait <laughs> like two years to play it, but uh, yeah. I guess now we get to look forward to playing it more. Yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, I don't. If, if uh, people listening, if you haven't played, you are basically like th- this art style is kind of Dune feeling to me. Uh, just future, like super future dystopian, I guess. Uh, and you're playing like as some sort of aristocrat, like nobleman. No, you're playing as political official, uh, like, a, a political official with okay. influences. Yeah, and so you have two influencer cards, and they're like kind of your spies within politics. I, I, I don't know how else to describe that, but and they just have different abilities, and you can steal or assassinate or uh, take higher pay. But then nobody knows what cards you actually have, so you can lie about it. Or and then if somebody you know doesn't believe you, you can challenge it. Um, and then if you are challenged and you don't have it, you lose an influencer. If you're challenged and you do, then the challenger in- loses an influencer. And it's just whoever has an influencer at the end when, you know, the last man standing sort of situation. Um, but no, it was a lot of fun. And I, I'm kind of curious about the expansion, which isn't, it's not even an expansion. It's just like a changing of the, it just changes one of the characters. Which, it replaces the ambassador with a card that. I think it was like a cleric or a, something like that. No, it's, no? Uh, I can't remember what it's called, uh, no. but it replaces the ambassador who can swap cards out with another character that has the same ability, no. but <laughs> also has uh, another infl- another ability, which is, I believe, blocking. Just block anything? No, a certain thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, so that's interesting and maybe unnecessary, I guess. 
Um, but I, it seems like a fairly simple game, but then like, yeah, we were running into issues. I think it was like a captain was stealing and then you were trying, you were blocking with the captain as well. And then I don't, I think it was just the way it happened. It just, it was confusing. Um, but we figured it out and then, but then, yeah. And then we played jaws, uh, which I really want to play that again. Um, cause so like, it was just super confusing. Inquisitor. That's the other, uh, the new oh, one. Okay. Interesting. Um, I, I, if they ever come out with a coup expansion, like, I feel like there's definitely room for expansion in that game. Um, it could be interesting. I mean, they could do some interesting things with it, whether or not they do, but yeah, it, yeah, the uh, ex- uh, Reformation is what it's called, where you play as teams. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it was teams. That was like the that was the big update, I guess. Which yeah, that would be interesting to play with teams. I mean, even if you that, played that one, would be probably a lot better with um, six people because yeah. it's three v three, and you use currency to actually. Not just assassinator coup, but you also can pay currency to change people's allegiances as well as yourself. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And okay. once once an entire faction is gone, then it turns into classic coup where it is yeah. a free fall. Okay. Yeah. That would that would be interesting to play. And once, uh, from what I understand, once a faction is wiped out. Mm-hmm. You cannot just swap again and switch factions and keep it going. Like once a faction is over, you can, the factions are gone. Then. Yeah, you can't return the factions. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to try that out now. Actually, um, hmm. Uh, and then yeah, so then I mean yeah, we played Jaws and I, I don't even know if we actually got a full game in because uh, no. Because, uh, yeah, no, because uh, the other peop- guys had to leave. And so, yeah, we just, we didn't end up with enough people to play. Um, and I think we, we played it wrong a handful of times. And... We played it wrong from beginning to end, unfortunately. Yeah. It was extremely difficult to figure out. There was a lot yeah. of rules, and they were confusing. We, we figured it out pretty yeah. much at the last turn. Because we gave up. Uh, we tried, We watched a YouTube video on how to play it. It was... Simple, but also extremely confusing. And yeah. the uh, we tried to play it. The big thing is, is, and I mentioned it was, it would probably be easier just to watch a gameplay first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to figure it out. Yeah, I agree and, with that. Uh, so next time we play, we should, we should probably just do that. Yes, because we played it wrong from the get-go. <laughs> we started over. We did pretty good starting over. Yeah, but then uh, two of my guests, who are a couple, had to leave, or they yeah. had to get ready to be leaving. So they said we can stay for probably about another half an hour. So let's go to Act Two. So we modified yeah. the game so um, as if we had already played the first act completely, mm-hmm. and then we still struggled pretty heavily, where we backtracked a lot. And then I think it was pretty much by our last round. We kind of figured the game out, but we ran out of time. And, yeah. But, yeah, we kind of got the gist of it, but it was a lot. Because, well, okay, so before I did my, we, before we did my party, I opened the, the box, and I looked through <laughs> it, and I sent yeah. photos of all the instructions, and it's a 12-page instruction that's the size of a magazine. So Yeah. And it's extremely detailed, but it's it is dense, incredibly yeah. confusing. It's very dense, and... Um, it, it probably comes off as probably one of the most difficult games I've ever seen. Yeah, no, for sure. I, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know that I've ever played a, a game that was more difficult than that. I'm trying to think, which I've never played. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing Settlers of Catan is maybe the most difficult game or like just rule heavy game I've ever played. Um, I played a couple weird like indie card games, I guess that were a little confusing, but I think I feel like this was probably just there's just a lot going on because yeah because mostly just because like one player is the shark and then then three players are the people uh and so it was just the like the fact that there's just like two sets of rules going on at the same time because it's two different types of characters um yeah. and so it, yeah it was just one confusing. character the shark plays by himself essentially and yeah it's everything well, under just, so it was very difficult and 
Yeah. Unfortunately, two people I invited did not come, and they were the people who probably know the most about these style of games and strategy. So it was a bit of a disadvantage right off the bat because we didn't have the people who are kind of like more board gaming people. More, yeah, more tabletop kind of game. Yeah, yeah, like uh, games with a lot of rules, I should say. Sure. Yeah. And that yeah that might have uh, might have helped I guess but I, I don't know I I, I feel pretty com- comfortable with it I guess I, you know once we got to the point we were at we just ran out of time to play so mm-hmm. it's too bad we we're talking so much at the beginning yeah yeah <laughs> was, but was, you know that's kind of made me happy too that everyone no, got was, to socialize because yeah. my party was pretty good uh uh I invited about six people two canceled but two more two came. More yeah. So I got to, and everyone was very social. That's one thing I always like to tell uh, friends that have never been to one of my parties, because I've done parties in the past mm-hmm. with friends, and I've always told friends that may that don't know, because uh, out of all of my friends, not everybody knows each other. Yeah, it was my first time meeting most of them. most of the people there. Yeah, the only person you knew was Lee. Yeah, and the big thing was is I always give people a heads up and say. Even though you're not going to know anybody, everyone that I associate with is very similar to me in personality or has mm-hmm. the same interests. So yeah. it's very easy for everyone to like be able to talk and talk, talk to each other and, and be friendly. And that is kind of one of my biggest issues with me. And when I get invited to stuff is I don't have a lot of stuff I can relate with a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so I end up becoming a wallflower and I just end up leaving. Yeah. Uh, and that, I, I guess I, that's usually how I am too, but not at your parties. <laughs> yeah. Every, like I, I do very much associate myself with people who are very similar to myself. And so if you're friends with me, you're more than likely going to be friends with my other friends. And mm-hmm. it very much always works out that way. Uh, I only had like one wallflower at one of my parties once and mm-hmm. um it was just because it was a friend of mine but it didn't he did share a lot of interests with people but he wasn't very open so he ended yeah. up being after about an hour or so but everyone else and i try and do somewhat smaller things i think the most ever has like 10 people over but i do prefer well, smaller get get togethers but i always am encouraging if someone has a game like cards or something that everyone can play please bring Mm -hmm. it because everyone can feel involved then or people will find similar interests if they don't play so it usually works out very well that way um Mm -hmm. the only thing that was very unfortunate about my party was i made and purchased too much food yeah. <laughs> and so nobody was eating, which I was like, oh, Sorry. no, I'm going to get stuck <laughs> with all of this. And I did. I ordered four pizzas. Afterward, yeah. I had three pizzas left. And yeah. I ended up throwing out two. Oh, that's too bad. I threw them out on Wednesday. By Tuesday, yeah, yeah, okay. I was still trying to choke down three-day, four-day-old pizza. <laughs> uh, I finished yeah. up all the stuff that was made, though. Because uh-huh. that stuff wouldn't oh, last. Made it. Yeah. Yep. And I, uh, um, but yeah, uh, Lee ended up, Lee came, uh, which I was thankful for. He was the first to go. My supervisor and friend, Michael, came, which was mm-hmm. great. I thought he was just going to stop by and say hi and maybe get a bite and socialize for a few. Michael ended yeah. up staying until after eight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's good. Garrett and his fiance came, uh, Haley, and. Yeah. They were out till about 10 and then you stayed till about 11. And so it was yeah. a really wonderful time. And yeah, it was good. Um, I, I, I was very happy everybody came. Uh, my friend Garrett's fiance, Haley, is like the most bubbly person I know. And I was so happy she got to came because I had seen her for almost, a, I think, a year. Yeah. Whenever and she fit in pretty I, well with everyone else. Oh, 100%. Haley's a social butterfly, but yeah, yeah. I have almost near identical personalities. So when her yeah, and I, I get, get together, her and I are very much attached at the hip and socialize <laughs> very heavily together. Cause mm-hmm. we, we have very similar personalities. So it mm-hmm. was, it was a very, very lovely time. I was very happy with how it turned out. I was not happy about all the food that I had left. Yeah. 
but that's that's okay. I I was not sure if people were going to be eating a lot, and yeah, maybe I had too many options for food. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know why I didn't eat more. It's okay. It's not that big of a deal. I just wanted to make sure that yeah, I had sure. stuff available. Uh, also, you know, I uh, the only people who have ever been to my place was Garrett came once to help me uh, with my put my a television in because I bought a big TV and I needed mm. help. So mm-hmm. he helped me years ago with that. So he was only over here for a moment. Uh, Lee was has only been over here for a moment. You've been over over here dozens of times. Mm-hmm. Um. But I had folks over here that never been to my place, so I showed them around, and they were everyone was really kind of amazed by my collections and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's funny. That made me very happy. (laughs) Just made me very happy that it wasn't like, oh, this is what you do. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Everyone was like, this is so cool. Like my boss Michael, who does not, uh, him and I are good friends, but yeah, he doesn't collect things. He's not a collector. Like he's a pretty average guy and he was just like this is really cool and then garrett's fiance was just enthralled by it she was like this is so awesome so because i just have shelves and shelves of transformers and dragon yeah. ball z stuff and star wars figures so it was uh it was a very very good time i was very happy yeah well and uh i mean like we said before i only knew lee really but it was it was funny because i think at one point i made a joke or Haley did, and she, I don't know, I feel like she made, like, a comment about, like, not knowing how, like, we didn't know each other, and so, like, the, like, she was unsure if the joke, like, just wanted me to be sure that, like, <laughs> she's not weird, or, I can't remember, like, maybe I made a joke, and she's I just, like, that's recall. weird, but, uh, but I was just like, no, 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 we're like, uh, and I realized, like, I was acting like we were best friends already, and I just met these people and I was just like, no, it's because like I know that we're all friends with you with Matt. Yeah. And so like I'm going to joke around with everyone here the way that I joke around with you, because I know that they're like if they're comfortable with you, they're going to be comfortable with like what I say. With Everything. You. Yeah. Like Everyone <laughs> that I know is a piece of my own personality. Yeah. You know, uh, you and I share same interests and hobbies and stuff like sure. that and comics and things. Lee's the same way. Michael and I have the same kind of humor. Garrett and I have dark humor, but we also <laughs> share the same interest in like movies and things like that. Yeah. Or, and we're coworkers and Haley is the same way. So, yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, it, it's just I knew exactly how things were going to go. It's not <laughs> like I was going to have someone who was like, I know that if I had invited some other friends of mine that I had. Yeah, probably wouldn't it be the same thing. Yeah. Uh, which, but it's not, and it's not like I purposely did not invite them for that reason. Sure. I had to keep this very limited. Um, yeah. Uh, especially with the times, like I really wanted to do this, you know, COVID kind of screwed everything up. I stopped having parties and mm-hmm. I, uh, nobody wants to get together. Some friends still don't want to get together. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, no, enough time has passed. So it's like, I want to spend time with the people that matter to me. So I wanted to do this, yeah. but, uh, I just chose people who were nearby and also people who I knew would be social. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I just thought it was funny because like, I really, so I had a work party this, uh, just last night, actually. Um, it's my work's like 15 year anniversary. And so like, we're having a bunch of like parties and open houses or something um but we so we had a big like party yesterday and i realized like when i was was talking to somebody that like i'm pretty quiet like Mm -hmm. at work and at work functions especially just because like i don't uh like i get along with everyone at work and i'd say that we're probably friends like i would i would help them move if they asked me to kind of thing um but like I don't joke around with them like the way that I do with you or with most of my like close friends. And so it it was just kind of it was funny, I guess, to go to your party last weekend and then this party last night and just realize like how completely different I was acting. Yeah. Um, and, and especially just because like I know the like I've been working at this company for three and a half years. And I, you know, so I know these people pretty well um, and I spend all day with them, you know, sort of thing. But like, I'm still pretty quiet at the at the get togethers and like, yeah. I don't know, like I yell. I mean, it was at like a bar. So we like kind of had to yell, I suppose. But like, 
I, I was still just not nearly as, I guess, like loud and joking around as much as I was at your party. Um, yeah. And I just thought that was funny, mostly, I guess. Just yeah. more of an introspection of my own personality. But I, I'm, in the, I'm <laughs> the same way. I, uh, um, like, the Dexter scene this too. Uh, our friend Justin has had big parties. Yeah. 50 plus people. Um, obviously, if anyone's listening to this and knows and knows me, because most of the people who listen to this know who me because they've heard about this from me or they've heard through the grapevine and know me personally. I'm very much in uh, uh, both sides of the spectrum. I'm very much in my comfort zone, a huge extrovert. I yeah. am the loudest person around always. I'm the biggest chatter. Uh, but big things with people with people i don't know i don't really open up very much and yeah. i try and find the people who are, are i know and just kind of cling to them like yeah, yeah like i said justin's party i didn't meet anybody i didn't yeah, you just socialize turn in, with anybody yeah. i hung out with tom trey uh justin when he wasn't entertaining others uh mm-hmm. you and when it gets that time where people start disappearing i uh have to go home i just leave uh tom's had little parties housewarming parties or uh book things i don't stick around too long uh yeah i don't i and it's just i'm shy i'm incredibly yeah, yeah, shy yeah. around strangers and uh i can kind of sometimes just tell that i'm not going to find anything in common with people so it's one of those yeah but i can uh, i feel like i can usually find somebody to talk to but like but if i can't like i end i usually just end up yeah kind of in the corner yeah. And just sitting and just being quiet. But like, I don't know if I can find like that one person who's willing to talk to me, I, I'll probably just chat with them the, like the whole night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can usually get pretty friendly, I guess. But like, yeah, like if I just can't find that person, because like, I mean, that pretty much happened last night. Like uh, w- one of my coworkers husbands was there and like we just we ended up playing shuffleboard and just chatting about star wars so mm-hmm. it was great <laughs> that's also a kind of a problem i have too where if i do find something in common with someone i probably know more than them well then there's that <laughs> and yeah kind of hard to discuss it because i will talk and talk and talk uh, yeah. about it or if they are not accurate as i am it's a little annoying sure and i have to try my best but um yeah but no, it's um, I had a lot of fun at my party. I think yeah. pretty much the next day I just slept. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> leave home. I didn't leave my home. I slept mostly because I still get up at like six in the morning. But I ended up just like saying screw it. Because after you left, I stayed up for another hour, hour and a half. And yeah, then I eventually just went to bed and I didn't even bother setting an alarm. Because yeah. I have alarms set even for my days off because I don't like wasting my days off. Uh, yeah. Even if I'm doing nothing. I feel like if I'm sleeping, I'm robbing time away yeah. from my day. Um, but yeah, I uh, I uh, I just ended up sleeping in. I did. Uh, I watched a stupid movie this week, though. Oh yeah, what was that? I watched The Lawnmower Man. Oh wow! I have you know, never actually seen that. I remember as a kid, my brother it like scary liked shit, it. didn't it? It did, and my brother really liked it, but I could never bring myself to watch it. Oh, man. Yeah, starring Pierce Brosnan and Jeff Fahey. Oh, uh, really? I didn't know that yeah. they were in it. That's who was in it. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know anything really about it? Um, I know that there's a man and possibly even a lawnmower. I don't know anything. Uh, it, okay, so the movie is about Pierce Brosnan is a scientist who's trying to revolutionize the world with VR, and... <laughs> in the 90s <laughs> yeah this is like 93 or 94 and uh he uh he's creating a compound to make people more intelligent okay and he ends up using the the compound on a mentally challenged person played by jeff oh. who mows lawns okay okay and the guy ends up becoming super intelligent and he wants to take over the world hmm. and he uses virtual reality to do it <laughs> okay okay so the behind the scenes of this movie is 10 times better than the movie is it's not a terrible movie but it's not great yeah uh, well 1992 virtual reality back then could not have been great no but here's the thing <laughs> this movie was released and advertised as stephen king's lawnmower man 
Did he have anything to do with it? Oh, he uh, based on a short story. Okay. Do you want to know what the short story is about? What? Short story is about a man who needs his his lawn mowed, and so he hires a guy who's described as heavy set with a very hairy back. Uh huh. And the guy says, "I can do this, but you can't watch me mow your lawn." And the guy goes, "Okay." And out of curiosity, the guy looks out in his backyard and the lawnmower is pushing itself and the uh-huh. fat guy is following behind it naked eating the grass. <laughs> <laughs> Same story. <laughs> and he is doing it because he worships the deity Pan. Okay. And if you do not agree with this method, then he will sacrifice you to Pan. Oh, man. And so then the guy gets sacrificed or something? Yeah, he gets freaked out by it. Oh, man. Okay, and I, I just go, like looked this up, and, man, the VR, the, I yeah. mean, it looks like well, the cartoon reboot. Yeah, well, <laughs> what happened was is Stephen King sold the short story to New Line okay. and forgot about it. This re- <laughs> This movie was actually called, like, Cyber God or something like that and or cyberspace man but okay. they realized how stupid the title was so they took stephen king's story that they had the rights to and put stephen and changed it to lawnmower man because it's a better title yeah and they put stephen king's name all over it stephen oh, king man. sued yeah for it and he won and oh, that's good because all the advertisement already had his name on it they were ordered by the court to not to take all that off and have no further advertisement say Stephen King. Okay. New Line ignored the cease and desist and put Stephen King's name all over the VHSs. Oh, nice. Stephen King found out and yeah. took them back to court. And they were ordered to recall all of it. And Stephen King was awarded $10,000 a day until all the copies were pulled. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, he had to have made so much money. <laughs> yeah. Especially for '92, uh-huh. that's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, Stephen King was already wealthy as hell, but right. Uh, but still, yeah, they. He was so pissed off that they did this. And wow. Yeah, you can you can go on YouTube and see advertisements that say from Stephen King, and uh, wow. So that's the equivalent of basically twenty thousand dollars now. Ten thousand dollars is. Yep. That's a day. Nuts. Yeah, a day. A day. Oh, and man, it wasn't a mistake. That. New Line purposely ignored the cease and desist. Yeah. Oh, man, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They made a sequel. I saw the sequel when I was younger, and that was a thing. But yeah. I watched that. But like I said, the behind the scenes drama about this movie is so much more interesting than than, than that. Because yeah. Stephen King's always been someone who will offer the copy the uh the license for his stuff mm-hmm. he's gotten better at it now unless it's a um i've heard that if it's a film student though he will license it out for a dollar oh wow he's that nice he's that nice kind. he's gotten a little more strict with movies and things like that yeah for, that's like, what i've heard makers and stuff like that he will uh he will offer the license up for uh for a student for like a dollar or huh. he used to yeah that's interesting because um what? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, just I've I've heard like I think it was after Carrie or maybe even um oh crap the hotel one uh, oh the Shining the Shining I think it was after one of those movies or even both of them that he just got really fed up with the big I, the big movie studios I know he hated the Shining yeah um he did not like Christine very much who's Christine what's Christine a uh, car movie movie oh, about okay. a car that comes to life John Carpenter R- made it. Okay. Um, but I know he, uh, yeah, he, he prefer, and he, and he does contribute to the scripts. Like he redid the shining, the TV movie that people don't like, but he likes it. Yeah. That's what I understood was the TV movie with the guy from, it's more Wing, accurate, uh, from wings. I think it was like one of the, yep. That was like the main character. Um, uh, yeah, I understood he really liked the, yeah. So that was, I believe he wrote the script for it. Yeah, I believe so. He he was heavily involved from what I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets uh he's gotten a little more laid back and stuff like uh um 
he uh he had a cameo in the recent it remake and interesting <laughs> yeah it was poking fun at himself a lot of the tv movies he has cameos in because he mm-hmm. had, like a producer credit on those because mm. he didn't like stanley kubrick's he said it was a good movie but it was a terrible adaptation yeah he's got well, I mean, heavily for being so critical against it but yeah. he's a writer yeah so. i mean that makes sense i i've heard similar things from like uh mike mignola about um hellboy hellboy yeah he's like yeah. It, it was a, it was a great uh you know movie but it wasn't my hellboy <laughs> exactly and i can understand that people kind of criticize stephen king for that but i'm like well he created this i think if yeah. he has an opinion it's valid well and it's uh, funny too because then like when the shining like the tv series the miniseries came out and he liked it and it wasn't as well received and then the hellboy movie the new one came out and i believe mignola was more involved and so i assume he liked yeah, he's it. like creative consultant or an executive producer and or something most like. people did it was not well received oh yeah <laughs> so and, it's just funny so, I oh mean, yeah movies just have to be made a certain way they're not the same as novels at all i'm actually no. i've been listening to, i've been re- reading a bunch about stuff like that and it's just movies and novels are not the same thing like no. general structure is yes but you have to condense them Oh, better i guess oh totally i know uh george R. R. martin is very has was very has been very supportive of like game of thrones and he's involved yeah. with the new game of thrones show that's come that's out yeah yeah but um i think what was i uh okay um like they did make a sequel to the shining a few years ago um Doctor interesting Sleep. oh yeah 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 okay about the kid the, yeah and adult, it is yeah. a somewhat faithful adaptation to the book while also hmm. being a a faithful sequel to the Stanley Kubrick movie. That's interesting. And, yeah, and it's good. I mm-hmm. really enjoy it. I own it. And mm-hmm. uh, I really like that movie a lot. I like Kubrick Shining quite a bit okay. as a movie. Yeah. Um, it's one of the only Stanley Kubrick movies I like. Uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah. I I really was excited about Dr. Sleep. I remember when they announced the book that he was working on. He did a hmm. fan poll on his like blog like 20 years ago yeah. uh, where people could vote on what his next book would be. And huh. uh, a sequel to The Shining came out. And granted, some people weren't too thrilled about it because it's different. It's instead of being about sure. a hotel full of ghosts, it's about vampires Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, it's all about how these immortal gypsies uh, uh-huh. suck the shining, which is people's life force, out of them. Yeah, okay. And it keeps them young. And uh, sure. the, the story is about the kid from the shining all grown up, and uh-huh. he finds a girl who's just as powerful as he is, but these gypsies are trying to track her down. Hmm. And... It's very good, and the movie was also really good, too. And Stephen King yeah. gave seal of approval. Like, he understood what people wanted, so he wasn't going to be very critical of them making a sequel to The Shining. Yeah. Uh, but they also made it faithful to the book, which was good. Uh, mm-hmm. Start Ian McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. I liked it a lot. And, mm. um, but, yeah, uh, I watched that, which was, that was a thing. And uh, so you watched uh, what? What are you going back to? Uh, uh, Lawn Yeah, okay, Lawn Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. Uh, <laughs> was it good? I, no, I mean, it's an old movie. It's really <laughs> funny because it's a movie made in the 90s where you could, you know, make movies about people with mental disabilities. Now you got, sure. can't do that because everyone will be offended. Yeah, uh, it's pretty funny though because uh, Ben Stiller's character in um. Tropic Thunder, like the movie he played, Simple Jack, where he played. Yeah. It's based on the main character of Lawnmower Man. Oh, OK, OK. <laughs> okay. The same outfit and the haircut and stuff. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So um, but yeah, it, it's like I said, the behind the scenes is a lot more entertaining than anything else. Sure. Uh, I was trying to think. Uh, I watched I've caught up on She-Hulk, which I still really enjoy that show a lot. Yeah, I got behind. Uh, What's that? I think it's like halfway through. Okay, it's halfway. Yeah, I think I'm two, uh, maybe even three episodes behind at this point. No, I'm two two episodes behind now. Um, Have they even shown Daredevil yet? 
I'm not going to spoil that. So, you know, I'm just kidding. I don't know. But, um, okay. So, but yeah, no, I, I've been enjoying it. Um, we just fell behind and then the great British baking show started up again. So that's what Kelsey wants to watch. And so that's what we watch. Uh, and it's fine. <laughs> I don't think uh, you would like it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's an excuse no. to eat cake is what it is. I don't watch stuff because it's got British accents in it, Dexter. <laughs> no, there's Irish accents and uh, Scottish accents, too. Uh, some Liverpool accents, whatever that's called. It's an accent. I know you guys are going to watch it. Oh, <laughs> uh, we don't watch everything with an accent, but it doesn't you guys hurt. Have, you guys practically watch stuff because it's British. Let's be honest. Uh, We've talked about that. We have, and I still think you're wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, but what else did? You, what else have you watched? Well, you guys should watch Andor then, because it's a British heavily yes. show. Because I do want to watch Andor. I've heard it's really good. It's amazing. They released the first three episodes, and yeah, you guys oh, could probably convince Kelsey to watch it because yeah. it is directed by British people. It is <laughs> the entire acting team is the entire acting except the main character is practically British. Who's the main uh, character? Andor. The evil aunt from Harry Potter is one of the stars in it. The evil aunt. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't recognize her. I had to look her up, and I'm Why like, oh, that's, yeah, that's the uh, Dursley aunt. Yeah. Huh. And uh, I had seen her since Harry Potter, and uh, she she's a very good actress. And I was like, is. oh wow, I know I've seen her in other things, but I know she's primarily known for Harry Potter. And oh, holy crap, yeah, I don't recognize her at all. She's aged a lot. Uh, I mean, granted, she was playing Harry Potter for like ten years, but well, that was she, a long time ago. Yeah, but yeah. So she's she, her. She's in her sixties, and yeah, um, holy crap, uh, though, like just yeah. she looks completely different. She really does. I I recognized her faintly, and I had to look up this actress, and I was like, oh, Dudley's mom. Okay, this makes sense. Now I see it. And she's very good in it. The show is uh, amazing. Yeah, it's basically a rebel spy show, right? Yes. I mean, uh, it is... It's very different. It's probably the most different Star Wars thing I've ever seen, and I am... Hmm. Hoping and praying that there are no lightsabers or force wielders in this. Yeah, that would be interesting. Cause, uh, I mean, so I haven't I haven't watched this yet, um, but it, it it made me think of um, oh, I don't know. I want to say back probably around 2011 ish, 2013 maybe somewhere in there. They had uh, Dark Horse had a series. Oh, what was it called? I can't remember what it was called. It was like a guy's name, but he was a spy who's basically James Bond working for the the Empire. Uh, and it was just a spy comic book series uh, of just this guy working for the Empire. So it was just set in the Star Wars universe, but it was basically just James Bond. And it was amazing. Yeah. I loved it. And I was just like, why don't we have more stories like this in Star Wars? And then, uh, yeah, and then when when they you know said Andor is coming out, I'm just like, no one wants this. And then I saw the Nobody trailer. Nobody died. Yeah, well, and then I saw the trailer. I'm like, I want this. This is exactly what I want. So it's I'm really great. Yeah. Uh, I think the main actor, I'm, I cannot remember his name. Uh, at Diego all. Luna. Yes, he's great in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Stellan Skarsgård is. Yeah, amazing. I didn't realize he was in it either. Oh yeah, he's the main. He's one of the main characters. Who? And he he was he like uh, was he in Rogue One? No. Okay. Well, has he has he been in Star Wars stuff? No, Stellan Skarsgård. So this is, has not been in Star Wars. Okay. Now he has. He's been in yeah. everything now. The only thing he hasn't been in, in D- is DC. Uh, was he in Star Trek? <laughs> no, just... he hasn't been in Star Trek. Oh, okay. Oh, man, yeah. I, I mean, I recognize him. I know. Oh, he was in Dune. He was uh, Baron uh, Harkonnen. Yep. Yep, and he's been all throughout the MCU. Um, it is pretty great to see him in all these things, because, one, he's an amazing actor, mm-hmm. and... Before the 2000s, it was mostly just serious stuff he was in. Like, he was in Goodwill Hunting. And that's yeah. how I knew him as uh, from Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. And then he showed up in Pirates of the Caribbean. And Who is he in I, that? He's uh, Orlando Bloom's dad, Bootstrap Bill. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. I feel like I felt like he was pretty thin in that. Like. I don't know. He just no, looked I Maybe just that. younger, I guess. I don't know. Um, 
And then, uh, and then he moved over hmm. to. He's done some comedic stuff now, and he's done. Uh, he's been in the Marvel universe since 2011. Yeah, Doctor Selvig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which he, I, uh, he does great as that guy, I guess. But, he yeah. really does. Uh, and it's funny that he just shows up for like a two-minute clip too. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty big in Thor one and two. Yeah, and <laughs> Avengers. And yeah. then he's kind of fallen to the wayside of just cameos. Yeah, he's just like in like one scene on the phone with people. That's about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, which is a little unfortunate, but he's a great character. Yeah, and it's nice that well, it's nice that he just that he does it at all because like I don't feel like you know if you're gonna if you're that as big of an actor as he is and they just want you for a two minute clip, it's just like I don't know like can you do it without me? I'd rather not come. <laughs> but, I think he's just so he happy to do anything. Yeah, no, it's great. I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, some of his kids are actors. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. He's 71 uh, years old. Hmm. Uh, he's been acting his whole life, but yeah, I think he comes from a family of actors. He has eight children. How many wives? Two. Oh, that's not bad. He, uh, most, of his, I, most of his kids are actors. I mean, his son, yeah. his son Bill Skarsgård is uh, Pennywise from It that I mentioned earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because that. His oh, I didn't realize that was his was kid. Yeah. versus Godzilla. Wait, uh, what? Who's it? What's his name? Bill. Uh, Bill Skarsgård um, and his brother Alexander Skarsgård was in uh, Kong versus Godzilla. He was Tarzan in uh, Legend hmm. of Tarzan. Interesting. Oh yeah, he was in Northman. I forgot about that movie. Uh, but yeah, it's. Ugh. He's really great in Andor. The setting in Andor oh, is really good. It feels very different. Mm-hmm. Like the only reason it's Star Wars is because it's set in Star Wars, but the story is very much its own thing. Yeah. And I am I mean, I'm someone who for years said, Why? What's the point of this? But right? it's set <laughs> five years before uh, a new hope. So it's set in the same time concurrently with Rebels, the show. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's in in his the robot K2SO is not in it, correct? Not in season one. That's too bad. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, I mean, sure. I I just really like that character, I guess. But uh, and I also just like uh, Alan Tudyk. Um, I do. But and I don't know. It's just one of those. I found lately, and I think I brought this up before on the podcast, that like Star Wars has really been like making All droids, endearing droids that I just yeah. like. And and then they end up killing him. And it's just like, ah, son of a gun. <laughs> or putting them in stories that, you know, like uh, the the droid in the, the Star Wars game I've been playing, like, you know, he's never going to be in the movies, but like, it's a really cute droid and he's cool. Um, and then K2SO and then, um, oh, the the. Uh, 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 yeah, droids could say they're dying because the only K2S does died. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Because uh, the one in uh, man solo. Um, oh, the droid that everyone hated. Yeah, <laughs> I liked her. She was great. She was the funny. women empowerment droid. It was funny. <laughs> and, I didn't I mind mean, it, but everybody hated that yeah. droid because it was a little too on the nose. Well, it was a feminist robot. And then she ended up whatever. I don't I don't know. Yeah, whatever. But this robot that Lando was having sex with. Uh, clearly, uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> if not physically, at least in his head, Lando, is no, such no, a her weird... even saying stuff like that. Oh, they even the said that. Oh, wow. yeah. 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 Well, and then he was pretty upset when she when they yeah kind of killed her. Um, yeah, I mean, just reboot her with a new brain. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> they, they chucked it in the Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon's guidance system is her. Yeah, 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 which I think is great. And I, it kind of made me wish that the Millennium Falcon talked. <laughs> uh, it, oh, like, I'd yeah. run that thing right into the sun if it uh, if it if it talks the way that thing did all the time. Sure, I guess so. Um, but yeah, I guess now that I think about it. Oh, and then IG Eleven. IG Eleven uh, never died on screen. IG Eleven stood uh, there bolted to the floor, Dexter. <laughs> what are you talking about? He exploded. He, he self-destructed. Oh, I was thinking IG-88 because you've always loved IG-88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, IG-88, I don't uh, – according to the novels, he's, he uh, – they all blew up, I believe. Um, but no, IG-11, yeah, he, he waited out in the uh, hot lava and then self-destructed. Yeah. To save the child. Um, but yeah. I don't think he so. really even needed to do that. 
No, he did not need to do that. It, I don't he, think he, he really needed to do that because he killed like 20 stormtroopers 20 minutes earlier. They could have just handed him all their blasters and just he could have shot them all off. Like they, they, they would have all as they left the lava pit. Yeah, the lava no. river. <laughs> like if, if everyone else went to the back of the boat and he stood at the front of the boat, they would have all been dead before they cleared the cave. Yeah, it would have been fine. I, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just like they didn't hire me to be the writer, I guess. <laughs> they hired him to make a trilogy, uh, a Star Wars movie that they're pushing out as soon as possible for some reason. Who? Oh, uh, what? Taika Waititi. Apparently, he's making a Star Wars movie. It wasn't supposed to come out for a while, but they're pushing. Yeah, it. well, and it's just called Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie, isn't it? Which you know what? After the- Thor, maybe not. Maybe don't give him Star Wars. Yeah. Maybe don't I- give him Star Wars because they already fired a filmmaker uh, two filmmakers for wanting to make a comedy so right yeah because solo was supposed to be a comedy uh i don't think it was supposed to be a comedy i think that those guys just (laughs) ran with it oh okay yeah they said that they 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 were were, making it a comedy yeah yeah they were making it a comedy and then Lawrence kasdan was like they're ruining my script uh uh, so i don't know, know they should give taika tag and binks Tag and Bink wouldn't be a bad idea, but I would probably rather see that as like a Disney Plus thing than anything. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. No, that should not be a movie for sure. I no, not at all. I mean, I'm still bummed they cut them out of Solo. Yeah, like even just as a gag, that would have been pretty good. Yeah, they were in the original Solo. I've I've seen the clip and it's like, huh. why did you cut that out? That would just would have been bad. fun. Yeah. I'm sure someone said, no, you can't put Tag and Bink in Star Wars. Uh, well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I disagree. Yeah. I would rather just like a Disney Plus show or even an animated show with them. Like a fun animated shorts or something like that. Yeah, and like a, sol- a solid comedy Star Wars show would be amazing. Um, and Tag and Bink would be perfect for it. Mm-hmm. Um, It'd be fun. I'd rather see it animated so they can actually adapt the Tag and Bink comic book. Sure, for sure. They mm-hmm. are spread all throughout the the saga so it would actually be kind of fun to make a cartoon adaptation of their misadventures of being on the death star or bespin or in return of the jedi or even in the prequels since they were actually jedi padawans so oh they were yeah yeah i have it i even got it signed by the illustrator or the the penciler i think and i have not read it (laughs) it's good yeah uh they made a prequel of it uh years later and it's included in the trade and yeah, it's all about how they were actually Padawans who Oh, that's funny. Yep, they missed out on Order sixty six and when they got back to uh the temple, Anakin let them go because he helped <laughs> them with giving him words of encouragement with Padme. And he Oh that's uh, funny. He cut their Jedi braids <laughs> off and told them to renounce the force and stuff like that. And so uh they walked away unscathed from Order sixty six. So, that's funny. Yeah, it's a pretty entertaining <laughs> comic. Okay, I, I, I love the tag you can make. I can't read yeah. it all the time, but it's it's entertaining. Yeah, I should read it. I have it. I should just read it. God, that book's twenty years old now. Yeah, it is. I when I got it signed, uh, the guy was just like, "Oh, I remember this." <laughs> like, I haven't seen this for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun to go back and look at the artists that I um, uh, idolized or enjoyed when I was younger and see if they're even still relevant nowadays. Yeah, I don't remember who the guy was for that, but he was at that um, that con I went to up to in Minnesota. Oh, really? Yeah, he was at a booth. It, oh. That was the only comic I had that had his name on it, though. Speaking of which, I have something to send you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry to do this over the podcast, but... Uh, <laughs> okay. If you could put this in notes, if we still do that, it'd probably be pretty fun to do. Yeah, uh, I could do Lee, it. Lee sent this to me. Okay. Uh, Where's it coming? My coming text? up. Uh, I'll send it through text. Okay. Did you do you follow Rob Liefeld? Uh, I think I stopped because of Rob Liefeld. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because he is who he is. I'm gonna send you a, a drawing that Rob Liefeld published on Twitter this week. Oh, I can't wait. This is gonna be great. <laughs> Lee sent this to me, and then I had to call him right afterward. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like 
Oh man. Look at look at, look at Venom's legs, Dexter. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just man, the more you look at it, the more you see. <laughs> it's 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 uh I love the uh credit, which is Life Held After Me. He homaged himself, and I believe this was a Deadpool cover because Spider-Man has webbed swords. Yes, he does. Oh my gosh! Like Venom doesn't well, have a Venom doesn't have a neck. Uh, wow. He doesn't have legs. Uh, the Green Goblin <laughs> doesn't have ears. Uh, Doc Ock looks okay. Mysterio looks okay. The Vulture's eyes. Uh, I mean, they look like Liefeld eyes. That's just how he draws eyes. Everything about this is wrong. And Man, Lee, yeah. Lee told me Rob posted it on Twitter, and about 15 minutes after he posted it, he took it down. <laughs> so take uh, that for what you will. Oh, man. The, just, yeah, the more I look at it. Oh. <laughs> it's awful. And I told Lee, I'm like, you know, if it wasn't colored, it'd probably look better. Yeah, yeah. The well, fact it's, that it's colored and you see all these uh, errors in it makes it worse. Well, and it's just like weird how like Venom, whatever that is of his leg, just kind of di- it gets goes his behind. Legs just disappear, but he becomes blue blobs. Yeah, and like it well, and it's just like it's like it's behind Spider-Man's leg, but Spider-Man's leg is not big enough to hide the rest of the foot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean. And it it, it, oh, ba- it made me ask the question: Is Rob Liefeld one of the few people who homages himself? Yeah, that's weird. I know <laughs> I mean, he's that's done all he it. does anymore. Because I have that Lin. Uh, well, he did. He redid the cover to uh, New Mutants because it was like an anniversary issue. I think he did like that lenticular cover. Um, but I don't. I just don't keep up with him otherwise. I've seen it a few times where yeah he uh, yeah. Uh, Lee sent me a picture of New Mutants number 30 yeah. with Magic and uh, Warlock. And it's mm-hmm. uh, Warlock looks fine, but and Magic doesn't look bad. Everyone else looks really terrible. But it was like, and apparently the credit on that one is after me. Yeah. And I know he did the same thing with a Transformers cover almost 10 years ago. <laughs> they IDW asked him to do a cover for their event book. Yeah. And I've, I don't own it for obvious reasons but it is an homage to x-force one okay yeah where optimus prime is cable and everyone and everyone has these little circle profile shots of other characters yeah he likes that and i I think he's done that a couple times and it is him homage and i asked lee i'm like does is he one of the people only people that homages himself and lee's like i think so like he's that full of himself that yeah. he doesn't homage other people. He just homages himself in his old covers because he's that uncreative. Well, yeah, it's just like he he hit hit like some big stride when he was eighteen, and he just like can't move on from it. No, it's like he's never gotten better, uh, and he just keeps. I don't know, man. I think I he's just, probably also one of the biggest assholes in comics as well. That's my understanding. He, I mean, he was He's nice to there. me when I paid him ten dollars for his signature. I mean, you, <laughs> you you paid him. You mean you paid a prostitute for a service? Of course, they're going to be friendly. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, so we, I think that was the only one I had to pay for at that con. But I mean, it's at not least it was only ten now. bucks. Yeah, well, that's the most I've ever paid for a single signature, though. Uh, uh, yeah, I think five uh, is the next for an one. author. Maybe I've seen you hawk out of three digits for an actor. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> that was for that Couple was. Times. It was not three digits. That was. I think it was. Okay. So Stanley was. What was that? I don't remember. I think Stanley was a hundred. Was it? Okay. That might have been a gift as well. Uh, and then I think it was sixty dollars for um for Shatner. Oh, I thought it was 120 for Shatner. No, I think it was 120 to get um, the photo and signature, maybe. Mm. I, I believe I only paid 60 bucks. What about Bill, didn't you get Billy D's signature too? No, I did okay. not get Billy D. I don't, I don't like him enough for that. Okay. <laughs> I don't like Lando. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I was just kind of thinking about it, going like, yeah, I think like Rob Liefeld is. Front. he's a terrible we've talked about it a million times he's a terrible yeah. artist 
No, he's not good. He's a terrible artist that rides off of forty-year-olds who who uh, relished in his work uh, thirty years ago. Yeah, I I mean, and I I kind of get it at the time, like when he first broke onto the scene, like he wasn't great know. then, but he was doing something different. It yeah. was not co like all of the image guys were like that, and we yeah. talked about we talked we did an image thing years ago, but yeah, they were all breaking like everyone new else ground. moved on to him. Yeah, yeah, other than McFarlane. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. And Eric Larson, but Eric Larson is successful with Savage Dragon. Well, at least like McFarlane kind of moved on to different ventures, I suppose. But like whenever yeah, he does draw, it's just like, man, yeah, on. And his his toy lines are the ones he focuses on are Spawn crowdfunding a Spawn action figure or something. I <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's like it's the titular character and you crowdfunded an action figure for him. That's like the most ridiculous that, thing, ever. especially since was, you own the company that can just make it that. Yeah, I, that especially for him doing that. That was kind of weird. But like uh, what even that Keanu Reeves comic book was crowdfunded Berserker or Berserker? Oh, yeah. Which I like, just don't get it. That was just I a really thing don't. that I think everyone was just kind of trying it a couple years ago. Um, yeah. But it, I don't know if they're still doing it or not. Probably but, not. But like a Keanu Reeves comic book, like that was unnecessary. Like that was a guaranteed sell. And it sold very well. A hundred percent. I know uh, I was talking to Lee about that because they did that big Image United crossover uh, 12 oh, years ago. Did they finish? No, no. They only got through like issue three. Right. Uh, okay. And it got held up so bad. And then it was revealed that the reason it got held up was because Todd McFarlane. And oh, sure. He even admitted that, yeah, he just doesn't make time to work on it. And I told Lee, I'm like, what? It, how how bad would it be if literally all he had to do was draw like three panels? Yeah. Because the only well, thing he was drawing was Spawn. Yeah. And I was just like, what if it was only like three panels and he just didn't do it? Yeah. I know Liefeld got a lot of shit and Liefeld came out and said, I've worked on everything they've handed me. Like, because everyone literally thought it was Liefeld who was holding up the delays because it got delayed for like a year. Yeah. And, uh, he got he got shit on by social media for it. And then he finally had to come out and say, no, well, I was the first one to submit my work. Like they handed it to me and I was the first person to get it done and send it off. And then eventually it came out that it was actually McFarlane who was yeah. hold, holding the book back. Yeah, but also Liefeld has at least one Kickstarter that's six years old now and he has not delivered on it. Yeah. And I think that comic has even come out in stores or like a, a variant of like a like the same character. I don't know what it was, but like uh, another like an actual comic has come out in the stores of that character. But he has yet to create and send out the Kickstarter of like whatever the character was. Yeah. And know, like people uh, are people like anytime he tweets, people comment, when are you going to fulfill the Kickstarter? <laughs> yep. I know. Uh, what was it? He lost the rights. He doesn't own the rights to Youngblood. And oh, yeah. It was only like a year or two ago that it was revealed that he did not own the rights to Youngblood. And because during he his tried rebooting it, though. Well, yeah, he just doesn't own it. And it was oh, revealed okay. that he sold them all off to pay finances and he kept it secret. Oh, yeah. And it finally came out that he didn't own Youngblood. So he started another project and it was just Youngblood. It yeah. Just wasn't called it. He took all of the characters that he created and just redesigned them slightly with different color schemes yeah and that never went anywhere i know people were really happy when he came on to hawk and dove 10 years ago and that got canceled after like six issues interesting oh yeah like he's he's such an interesting asshole to say the least yeah uh was it brigade i do not know the I don't know. Lee was sending me photos. Uh, okay. Of just going. That's the young blood. Because I believe Brigade was the Kickstarter that he has yet to fulfill. It made thirty five thousand with a goal of seventeen thousand. Um, and it's just funny to look at the con. It's from. Oh no, this is. Oh, it was updated this in June, but I don't think it's been fulfilled yet. Oh, I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt he has. He and which is sad because the dude's a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. The dude is a millionaire just based off of Deadpool. Yeah. No, those, those movies saved him. <laughs> yeah, he gets royalties now and everything. He lives off Deadpool money. And, yeah. 
uh, he just, yeah, he won't fulfill his commitments at all. And he's also just a trashy artist. Always has been, but yeah, he was it, revolutionary. Well, yeah, he was. And I, I think at the time it was fine. Like, cause I remember as a kid, re, like looking at his comics and not thinking anything of it. Um, I think I it's progressively worse. You know, I, I, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, some of his art is really bad. I mean, if you want to look up Liefeld art or by, um, uh, oh God, what's the anatomy? It's pretty amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you look at like some of the stuff he's doing now, it's just as equally bad. And he's acknowledged all the memes and stuff like that of his feet pouches and stuff. And everyone makes jokes about it. But the biggest thing is the dude just doesn't care. Yeah. Kind of like Greg Land. Greg Land draws porn. No, oh, no, man. Doesn't care. People have asked for him to not work in comics anymore. The publishers are like, nah, we're okay with that. That's so weird. You know, it's very odd. It's like, you know, finding the artists who always trace over other people's stuff and then they get caught and they, nothing happens to them. Or <laughs> yeah. the whole show controversies that keep happening. Yeah. I don't know why that they keep giving him stuff. Because he's talented. He's legacy. Yeah. For over 20 yeah. Years. Yeah. It's just the thing. It's a name. It's a name that if you put on a book, it'll sell. Yeah, I guess. Kind of so. like a lot of stuff. Uh, we're at the hour mark. Is there anything else? I don't to... really think so. Uh, I've been coming up with some topics to do and things like that. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, not nothing really. Uh, let me think. Oh, ta 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 ta. Hopefully we have some good shows coming up late, uh, <laughs> up with uh, some shows yeah. like like some discussion topics with like shows some shows ending if Dexter gets caught up and things. Yeah, like, uh, no, no I, I'll I'll catch up on She Hulk and and so we can cover that because what yeah I mean if it's half done I guess it'll be probably a couple more episodes before I we actually cover. Think it. it is I think it's like episode six and I think it's nine or ten episodes so yeah it's okay. getting close to being finished up which is nice. Yeah, um, trying to think. Uh oh shoot there was something I did want to talk about but it's escaping me now um hmm. yeah unfortunately I can't recall what it was yeah we should take better notes and I know I know <laughs> I always keep telling myself that <laughs> I always it's the beginning of the week I'm like I should write things down as I think of them and then I never do I is same same we should just text them to each other that way at least it's in text sometimes we do yeah uh, okay well. That's our commitment to the listeners, I guess. Got a good compliment over a listener the last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, you saw that. That was fun. Yeah, app had someone listening and said they really enjoyed the uh, Obi-Wan episode, so that was nice. Yeah, what was his name? Uh, his name's Jason. Hi, Jason. It's very listening. nice. He'll probably get, if he just listened to Obi-Wan, he'll probably get to this in like a month or so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's interesting to think that somebody's going through our back catalog of this podcast. I know a couple people who are doing it. I actually know a couple people who are doing it, and sometimes they'll skip one or two if uh, it's a topic they don't uh, want to listen to, which is we totally do. understandable. Do I do the same episode. thing with my own podcasts. So I think we have one episode that has zero downloads. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would believe that. I don't remember what it is i think it was like just it was a nothing episode but like like just like no real topic but Which i remember i was like just scanning through it and so maybe it was just like no downloads in the last year i guess i'm not that's sure. possible because i know a lot of our shooting the shit episodes actually do fairly well they do it's we, i don't looking at the analytics of our shows it, it doesn't make a lot of sense the ones that do really well because like yeah some of the shooting the shit ones do great some of them most of them don't do too great but then like uh i think what was it there was like one where I think we were covering Picard for like over a couple of of, of episodes. Picard and, like, and Star Wars ones do really well. Well, but like the second one did really well, but not the first one. So it's just like, what is going on? <laughs> I'll say this much. I saw the trailer for the new trailer for Picard, the final season. Oh, I need to. Look, yeah, I need to look into that. <laughs> Michael Dorn looks great. He's lost weight. Oh, yeah. But Worf has white hair. And I'm just like. Hmm. Klingons don't age the same as people. I think Worf's only supposed to be like 60, 70 years old. Don't they live to be like 150 or something like that? Yeah, they do. They do live to be pretty old, don't they? Yeah. So I don't think he should have aged. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. I mean, there's I mean, he does. Worf does look really good, but the white yeah. hair is throwing me off. And 
but I know um, most of the cast is coming back. I know you didn't watch season two, and you don't have to watch season two. Yeah, I never did. Uh, but get season right. three, yeah. I'm actually interested in watching because it'll be. It feels like it is next gen season eight. Okay. Did you ever watch the other, uh, the newer Star Trek show? I have uh, not gone back and rewatched Strange New Worlds, unfortunately. Is that the is that the one the new yeah, one with the guy yeah, from? Yeah, I believe the first okay. season ended. So because uh, it was only ten episodes and I got through five. Okay. I heard really good things about it. We I I've heard nothing it. but positive stuff, and I yeah. need to get back into it. I think it's just one of those things with with Star Trek. It's just like uh, it's the only thing on what is it Paramount Plus or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. And so it's just like if it, it's the only show on that that I want to watch. It's just like it's hard for me to want to pay for. I, yeah, I pay for this like another subscription. So mm-hmm. uh, it's I best to wait for an. It's best to wait for a free month and binge. Yeah, and that's probably what I'll try to do. That's what I do with some stuff. I know I'm gonna be subscribing to NBC's app in a couple weeks to uh, uh, watch Peacock. It. Yes, I'm gonna be yeah. subscribing to Peacock for a month to see a movie because they announced it's not just gonna be in theaters. It'll be released day one on yeah. streaming. So. I will. I would like to see it in theaters, but I don't know uh, when. So it's going to be one of those things where I will probably just subscribe sure. to and watch that in the privacy of my own home, like yeah. I enjoy doing anymore. That's kind of nice that they do that, or that they're kind of. I didn't that. think they were going to. They're, they yeah. just announced it's the new Halloween movie, and I'm really oh, excited. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, it's the new. Is Halloween this the last movie. one or no? Uh, it's the last one from Blumhouse. Uh, oh, it, it probably will not be the last Halloween movie, but it is the last one that Bloomhouse will be handling. So it is okay. the ending of this story from the past three years. So. Oh, OK. They rebooted it, right? They rebooted it. They made a direct sequel to the original in 2018, and then they made okay. another one last year. And okay. then this will be the finale. It's called Halloween Ends. So yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. I, I look forward to that because Halloween franchises like one of my favorite. It's my favorite horror franchise. So interesting. Yeah, I've never given it any time. <laughs> That's OK. Yeah, I, I, I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> um, OK, yeah, we've been going for quite a while, so I guess we can wrap it up. Um, yeah. So I guess if you're still listening, head over to our website, uh, buy some merch, check us out on social media. Um Hit us up there. Like, yeah, we still have no one talk to us. So, uh, but yeah, other than that, everyone, thanks for listening. Thank you.